Welcome back, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. Two average guys. Um, coming back to you from uh, a loss. Another one. Um, another another ranked team, ranked opponent. Back to back weeks where you know we probably should have won. Um, Jimmy. <laughs> I really don't have a lot to say. Um, <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people between last night and today, and man, I'm just I'm just tired of t- talking about it. Honestly, um, I mean, we're running out of ways to lose games. We're losing games in ways that I didn't know existed. <laughs> I mean, when you're up and you have a special teams group that is terrible how i don't care if you punt the ball 25 yards punt the ball out of bounds yep and you have two different punters and they both suck i guess um punt the ball out of bounds does our other punter suck does he even play they both played is he the one who punted seven yards yes and so we brought cerny in because he's i guess better (laughs) punt the ball not to their best playmaker well, and then they punt it to him, and obviously, and Mel Tucker said it, they knew our special teams were so awful. terrible yeah. that we were going to F up at some time, and at some point. And so they disguised that, you know, they did it so that all their blockers went to one return guy, and they had the guy on the other side of the field return it. Punt the ball out of bounds. Well, it, so... Is, is that the reason why it happened, or did did he not? Can punt we it? not? Did he not punt it to the right side of the field? Yeah, well, and that too. Can we not hire? See, yeah, <laughs> we have others that agree. Um, Can we not hire someone to be a special teams coach coordinator? I mean, I mean that that's got to be Trev Albert's number one thesis of Frost is you're hiring somebody and I'll, you're firing the offensive you. line coach no. and you're hiring. Uh, new offensive line coach, and you're also hiring yep. a special teams co- coach, coordinator, whatever. Even if it's two people, I don't care how much you have to pay them. Yeah. Cut your salary a little bit and pay someone because they've lost. We should be 5-0 and or 4-1, and and it's just disgusting. And it's all, and like Jason here says, it's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again. It's This year, special teams, offensive line. Special teams, offensive line. Special teams, offensive line. It's we're a broken record, and at this point, it's just it's annoying because we know the talent is there, and why? Like why I just we... got off the phone with someone that I talked to for an hour, and they were just like, "The defense is so good. Yeah. Eric Janander has really turned it around, and Adrian Martinez is really good." Yes, that fumble that he had was a very inopportune time and very bad. And the interception in overtime, take it for what it is. We suck in overtime. Why are we playing for overtime? Yeah. Because we were always terrible in overtime. But offensive line and special teams is why we're 2-3 and three instead of 4-1 and one or 5-0. and oh. Yeah. And, you know, I we're, too, we're way too conservative once we got the lead again on defense as well. We started playing, giving them way too much space. Um, it didn't end up 
hurting us um, because that's not why we lost. But at the same time, we went too conservative. We didn't use our timeouts at the end of the game. That's have, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, two timeouts. Use them. I mean, drop something. Try to go deep to Manning, deep to Toure. I mean, I feel like those guys they had some catches, but we never, we didn't try to go deep on them. We had like eight, nine, ten guys catch passes yesterday. I don't know what the numbers were, but I, there was a buddy of mine that was watching the game with me over here, and we're talking like. Man, all these guys are catching passes. Um, I still hate uh, first down runs up the middle for a yard or two yeah. every time. Yeah. I don't know what needs to change there, whether it's play calling or offensive line. Or uh, you know, we so, don't we don't create holes. We don't. When we talked about this before, offensive line. Not only can they not make holes, when they do, a lot of times our running backs don't see them and don't hit well, them. And I, you've said that before, and and I've never really thought about it. And then. Obviously, Ramir Johnson now is the feature back. Uh, Morrison, well, Step came in for a little bit. Yeah. Morrison came in and he caught a pass or two here and there. And he ran the ball. He got a couple first downs on third yeah. down, whatever. But at one particular play, he ran right at our offensive line, ran into them, and then fell down. And yeah. it was like a one or two yard gain. And there was a little hole yeah. there. And there was a little hole there. And, he, and I'm like... Man, I know what Matt's yeah. talking about now. <laughs> yeah, and, and but again, it's it's still pretty rare when our offensive line opens up a big hole. It's also very rare when our offensive line gets to that next level of blocking. The great teams that you're going to see in college football, even the the pretty darn good teams in college football, for one, you're not having the false starts. Again, on one drive, we had two false starts on the same on the same play. First, we did it last week before we even ran an offensive play, we had two yeah. false starts. Again, so. We're making the same mistakes over and over again, but our offensive line is not getting to that second level of blocking, which is allowing is not allowing us to get those big breakout runs that we have good running backs for the most part. But if they don't have holes, yeah. where are you going to go? The, the, our, any running back in the country has to rely on their offensive line. Our running backs cannot. And another person who cannot rely on our offensive line is Taylor is a, <laughs> Taylor Martinez, Adrian Martinez. Right again, I said it last week. He is the best quarterback in the Big Ten for one reason and one reason only. He does not have an offensive line yet. He still, he still has over almost three hundred yards by himself in a game between passing and running. Four hundred because, because he has to scramble and get so, out of the pocket. You, Unbelievable. You, you said it when you texted me when we when he ran the touchdown in great play call. You had Chancellor Brewerton. Yeah. Um. Motion, come in, cut, cut block. You had Turner Corcoran come in and cut block the corner. Yep. And Adrian was free. They blocked the edge. And that was great. They cut and the it's edge. like, that was great. Loved it. Score a touchdown. Put us in a position to win the game. Yeah. Why can't we see more of that type of thing? Um, so man, and, and it's Blake, just really hard to understand what is going on. Blake says we can all agree that no one likes kickers. I agree. Although it was great, I will say seeing Connor Culp smile because he made a couple field goals finally. And I think he made he needed, two field goals. He, or he, made, he made a field goal and was smiling on sidelines. I'm like, he, he needed that confidence boost. You got a girl in really, stands or what? He really, what are you smiling at, bro? Hey, he needed it though. I mean, he did. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You got to He's still a teenager. Now if a pro guy is out there smiling, it's like, all right, man, come on, who's who's in the stands today? But. No, I was happy for Connor Cole. He made a couple field goals. Um, Jason mentioned, you know, Frost kind of threw it back on the players. I think. No, and I, I, I think I did a, have someone call me this morning, and yeah. they said, "Who did?" Or no, I had someone text me this morning, Kyle, and they said, and he said, um, "Who did Frost call out?" And 
I'm going to be 100% completely honest with you. I have not been on Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. since the game ended. Maybe a little bit on Facebook, but not looking at anything about the game. Because no. I did not want to know anything about the game. I was so fucking no. pissed. Yeah. I have not read anything, so I'm like, I don't know what, what you're talking about. Yeah. I know he was mad. I saw him chewing out offensive linemen on the sidelines. I know... Thomas got pulled out of the game after he had that sack where he, yeah, he slammed and the body slammed the quarterback. I, and he came back in later and made a great play. And I'm like, man, that sucks yeah. because you, you made a bonehead play and then you're out half the game. But that I have heard that they are disciplining these players, maybe not the offensive line because we don't have anybody to come and take their place. But we have guys coming in to – Replace these guys when they make mistakes. Yeah. And I guess that's a good start. Yeah. But it's just, it's and, hard, man. And here, here's the hard thing as a fan, too. And anybody that's played any sort of organized sports, as an athlete, you take responsibility on your own actions. The coach is not the coach is not coaching them to say, to, to have false starts. I mean, that's, that is not on Austin. That's on the players. And a lot of what we see, is, again, when Frost is calling out players doing this, some of it you got to understand because some of the mistakes we're making are on the player. It's the execution. It's the way we run the play, not necessarily the play call. I think play calling was really good. We ran the option a lot. Yep. We had some really good short passes, so we weren't yep. trying to do too Austin much. Austin Allen, Travis Volklick, they yep. caught a lot of passes, more than our tight ends have caught in years. Yeah, so I, I thought the game plan was fine. It was the execution. So it goes both ways. Like, yes, it's coaches, but it's also the players the players that are on out there doing the false start, that's not on Austin. What I'm mad about Austin and is just that the same developmental problems every game with the same group of guys that get the chance every week that are making these same mistakes, the same penalties. It's like, where's the accountability? And people on this show have talked about it. Where's the and accountability? We've had ten comments since we've talked about this, <laughs> and we haven't even read them. Yeah. So, um, let's I guess let's open it up and see yeah. what people are saying. And again, so yeah, it's. You know, is there a division on the team? I get, it is now a Greg Austin problem. I I have said this. You know, we've talked about it a little bit, and it's 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 hard to single out a coach or a player or whatever. Yeah. But one of the first things I've said is, you know, when Trev took over as athletic director yeah. and he came in and backed Frost, he said, "I didn't come here to fire Frost. He came in here to put a." word in Frost's ear that you need to make a change. And if that change is an offensive line coach or whatever it is, that's going to have to happen this year. So I'm sorry, but that might be the first one to go. Yeah, and and Ryan mentions Frost. He gets a free pass on his body language and all the Pelini haters demanded he get fired for winning nine games a season. Now, Pelini, it wasn't his body language. It was his pure language and how he talked to the media, which, again, I'm – I wasn't for getting rid of Pelini either, but um, but I can't disagree with Frost body language because I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. I can't, but I'm not getting paid five million dollars a year at yeah. my job, so I get that. Um, and we have, I think Frost now is like the record for the most games that he's lost. He's been within eight points of winning a game. I mean, our defense for sh- for shit's sake. Our I defense mean, gave God up. Dang, seven, look at how good that defense was. Seven that game yards in the second half. If that defense played against any top ten team, I mean, it was like it it, it, it circles me back to 0-9 with Sue. I mean, 
And that's kind of hard to judge that because we had Zach Lee and he was a lot worse than Adrian Martinez is. And we have a lot more talent on offense than we did back then. But man, it is really hard to see, to watch week in, week week in, week out, our defense be so good and just not be able to put points on the board to win the game. Yeah. And and they did. I mean, or put points on the board to win the game and piss it away. Yeah. I mean, our defense was lights out. I mean, again, seven yards in the second half. Seven yards. They were, they gained 250 yards total the entire game. You're talking about what everyone was talking about Michigan State being potentially one of the best offenses, having the best running back, the best run game in the country. They had in the, the country. Their running the back had the most yards per game in the country going into the game, and he had like 20 we yards held, we in the first them, half. We held them under 100 yards total rushing. I mean, that's that our defense, again, a lot of people still question our defense. How good are they? I think they've shown through every game now, including the one, the Illinois game, that we have one of the best defenses in the country. Now, again, country, you can say it's kind of hard to judge. We're not playing the SEC. We're not playing this and that. But we sure, played against the Big whatever. 12. But in the Big 10, the Big 10 generally has one of the best defensive um, conglomerate in college football. And we're showing that we have the best, if not – or one of the best, if not the best defenses in the country. We're definitely top five, and I don't think anyone if, can argue with if that. If you look at a lot of guys that we have on defense, they should be NFL players, in my opinion. Yeah, you look at guys up front like Ty Robinson, Daniels, um, and even back it up with you know Doman. We've talked about Doman for years. Yeah. Um, Reimer was lights Ry- out again. Ry- Reimer is just a freaking stud. He, he's a he's a beast. Um, he terrorizes people. Nick Heinrich is he, really good. He, is, he shows improvement every game. And yeah, Caleb Tanner. I mean, you can go down the line, but those guys up front, freaking Ty Robinson and. Daniels up front are just they're so big and so good and even Thomas and he got pulled because he got that penalty but yeah. man well, and then and then we got uh, the guys on the backside you know Farmer got beat deep Farmer got beat deep he I'll, just he lost his feet he he didn't get a good start that was that was rough he's not played as many snaps as a lot of the guys if Newsom was in there I bet Newsom probably would have been probably a little been bit tough and, on the coverage and, but. and that was a third down. Uh, you throw a nickel back in there instead of just a straight-up corner. Um, Cam Taylor, Newsom are great yeah. <laughs> at the corners. Um, Deontay Williams. Okay, I'll give it to that big bulldozer of a dude oh that caught that pass. He blew up Dismuke, blew up Deontay Williams, and I'm like, wow, those are two of our biggest hitting guys. And they hit and him he, hard. And they hit him hard. <laughs> he just went through him. That was pretty incredible, but he was that boy was thick. Man, the defense is so good. It just is like, and I did have someone call me this morning, and they said, "So, what, what do you think that those guys? Uh, what do you think the locker room mentality is like when that defense is so good and they're, you know, the the offense maybe isn't?" And I'm like, "Well, it's not really necessarily, yeah. Mar- you know, Martinez or running backs or even the skill position guys." I mean, are they getting at? Maybe they're getting at the offensive linemen, getting at the special teams for yeah. sure. I don't know. Yeah, when Ryan, Ryan, sorry, Joni mentioned. Sorry, that, you I know, went off on tangent. It's easy to be upset with Frost, but you can see he's changing the play calling too. Like, and he's pissed. Yeah, I mean, we've seen plays that we haven't seen all year, and we saw it against Oklahoma too. We saw different plays this year, uh, last night. We saw the option multiple times that was successful. 
successfully ran multiple times. So you, you're seeing his change in his offensive mindset. Um, and again, at some point, those players got to hold each other accountable too and say, hey, you're, you're screwing up. Like, you're screwing up drives. You're screwing up momentum. We had we had momentum, and defense comes out, make a big stop, and then boom, we just can't get it done on offense. Like, what are we doing? Right. And that's <laughs> very discouraging because, like I said, we could, and I know everyone says we could be, we should be, we legitimately yeah. should be four and one or five and zero. Oh. We should be five and zero. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Ryan, I'm not really sure your comment here. You said you love the Big Red, but if the defense is that good, why not play step and try more power football? Well, our offensive line sucks. I mean, power football only gets you so far. I mean, again, we've talked about uh, Yant getting him in there and being a fullback. Um, I think Step could probably even be a lead blocker too. But um, Yant's probably the number one guy you want in blocking. Yeah. We don't we don't have an offensive line to get to get us that next level, and that's the problem with even trying to run the power eye. And even one more blocker, I don't know if it would help or not. And what's tough about that too is, I, you know, I like those kids that are on the offensive line. I like Cam Jurgens. I like Turner Corcoran, and maybe those two are the best that are on that line. Bryce Benard, I was so, so excited about him. And that right side of the line is yeah. not good. So, I don't know. And I was talking to somebody this morning, and they were asking me about something, and I was like, because they, they said, I think Frost needs to go. And I said, let me spin it back at you. With the games that we lo- and he said, uh, Pelini won nine games every year. And... Um, I said, yeah, okay, I get it, but we'd get blown out, you know, every year. Let's let's break it down a little bit. The three games we've lost this year, Illinois, I can pinpoint one reason why we lost that game. Adrian Martinez fumbled the ball before half. <laughs> uh, it was o- a stupid o- play. Oklahoma, we missed field goals and extra point that got taken back for two points. Yesterday... We, I mean, I guess you can pinpoint on a few different things, but Adrian's fumble. Yep. Um, but not only that, the punt return touchdown. You can pinpoint one reason why we pretty much lost these games. And if we can clean that up and make that better, then we would be a much better team, more successful team. And that was better than we've been in the past as far as, you know, some of these. Like, how many games have we lost by freaking one score? Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, Todd here Uh, says that, you know, he's happy and enthusiastic with a lot of things he's seeing. I agree. You know, those two timeouts with, I think we had 30 30 seconds left. We didn't use them. That's 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 puzzling to me. Because we were moving the ball, Completely puzzling. Um. Ryan doesn't think Ryan's happy with what he's seeing both sides of the ball. I think you know no change at this point. We're hitting our stride again. Yes and no. Like you got to put coaches, players. We talked about Greg Austin already. We've talked about Mario in the past too. Um, we haven't even gotten to Smothers yet, which we will here in a second. Joni wants more Husker kids uh, instead of people from. Around. I I disagree. We have a lot of in-state kids um, and a lot of in-state kids that are playing. That's not necessarily the problem right now. It's been. 24 years since we've won a championship so i i, t- I talked to somebody last night i was at a wedding and fortunately he had his phone out we're watching football and he was born in 1995 so he's like jason yes he's like i don't really know what it's like 
for a Husker winning team. And I was like, I was only 11 last time we won. So even for me, it's still pretty dated. But at least I remember those championships. I remember those teams. I'm more familiar with Eric Crouch and that team in 2001. And when we lost 2001, like I'm more familiar with that. But he was six. He has no idea. So he's literally only known more bow era and post-bow era. So so we're like, we won fan. a lot of games, but then we get blown out. And then now yeah. we are in every game, but we lose by... Yeah. One score. So it's it's different. The Heartbreaking. Fan, the fan bases are a little bit different, too, because of your age gaps. But the ones that remember, again, we have a lot of in-state kids, a lot of in-state kids. A lot of them are playing. I don't think that's the problem. You can show them all you want from the past. We have players. We have Jay Foreman coming in. We have Jason Peter coming in. They've had um, – um, uh, who am I trying to think of? Um, Shit, they've had a lot of guys. I mean, I just you know they've had a lot of players come in. Um, I don't think that's the problem. I think Scott it's just Frost, that was a yeah, player. <laughs> I mean, you got to have that winning culture, and we have not found. Again, we're finding ways to lose, and interesting ways to lose rather than finding ways to win. And that like I said. that simple switch is what's going to I think change the culture is winning football. And we have we can't we're just not finding ways to win the game. Well, and, it sucks. and what sucks about that is between last week and this week. That could have been a culture shift if we would have won either one of those games, both those games, whatever. That's where we need to make the change. Yeah. And we didn't get it done. Yeah. Well, and Joni, you can show people plays from the past. That's fine. But college football's changed. And, and I will and say, it's, it's hard to continue to do the same thing. That I was will done say, the there's 90s. a lot more parody in college football this year than normal. Yeah. Um, we can get into that too. But. Um, Definitely glad that that's happening. See you, Clemson. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's just... It's different. Between, it's different between last week and this week, we should have turned a corner. I'm not saying yeah. that we necessarily can't or won't, but a W would have definitely been in the right direction I mean, be, be, be <laughs> the, that being happen. the number 20 team ranked and, and potentially after almost beating the number three would have been a huge a huge deal and when you're up by a touchdown and they haven't moved the ball especially for three quarters they hadn't moved the ball and you're up by a touchdown with four minutes less than four minutes left yeah that 100 percent should have been a w yeah Joni, you're right. Yes, it, it, college football's changed. What we're doing ain't working. You're right. It's not working um, to a degree. It's not uh, working. You're right. So I mean, we we just we have a long offense, yeah. And no, we don't have a long ways to go. Special we don't. Teams, for sure. But one thing again, I I feel like our offense is not there yet. It's just, and a big part of that is the offensive line. And uh, yeah. I think it might have been Jason earlier. And Jason says he's not on the fire frost gang. I, I don't. No, think, no. And that's why I said Jason. Yes. Yeah. And I, I liked I that you, comment. I don't think you can be because again, if we do that, you're gonna, we're not gonna be able to find. A coach that's going to come in here and change things right away. We're going to be waiting and waiting again, and people well, are going to go through and the same. Hey, be patient, be patient, like, be patient. No, I'm not patient anymore. Like Jason said, swall. I mean, I get it. Swallow your pride, and you know maybe make some changes at the assistant coaching jobs, whatever. I'm not even sure at the end of the season that it's going to be swallowing your pride. It's going to be if you want to keep your job, yeah. you're going to have to make. Some changes. And I talked to somebody on the phone, Blaine, and he said, and 
let me read it for a second. He's a diehard Husker fan, and he posted a bunch of stuff about, you know, maybe Frost isn't the guy, this and that. And he said, maybe we'll hire Bill O'Brien. <laughs> and Bill O'Brien, obviously, turned Penn State around when they were in a tough spot after Paterno. And then he was the coach GM for the Texans, and obviously he got fired. He's the offensive coordinator for Bama right now. So I didn't hate the idea, but let's talk about that on the road. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just there something's got to change, and it's we just got to go over, we got to go over that hump. And right now, again, the two biggest things we've been talking about every week: special teams, offensive line. You fix it again. We okay. You can say we fixed our field goal kicking, great. But then something else broke down, and that was already broken down. Our punting was already awful. So it's again. I I feel like a broken record. We're talking about the same thing over and over and over again. Special teams, offensive line, and at at some point something's got to give. And again, well, you you know this happens in every sport. The coach gets fired for something. A coach gets fired for something because that's their group of players. And you can say all you want, well, why are they firing him? The players didn't do this or the players didn't do that. You say that in every sport. And I know the people watching today probably say the same thing about their team's coaches. Like, well, it's not the coach. The, the guys did not, didn't play well. Well, same situation here. Austin, maybe or maybe it's not 100%. It's not 100% him. But you're not seeing the changes. We're seeing the same and it's been things every happen. single week. Same and things happen. A full starts. Two full starts before you even run a play. Yeah. I mean, that. No one does that. No one ever does that. You could be Southern Miss or Appalachian State. And actually, some of those programs aren't that bad. No one's getting two false starts before you even run a play. Yeah. And as far as special teams goes, I don't know what our special teams coach coordinator situation is. I guess I really don't know. But we need, to, I don't care how much money we have to spend, hire someone that is going to be yeah. in charge of that. Because, like you just said, it can be this one week and this the other week. If it's not missing field goals, yeah, we made field goals, a couple field goals, and he made all of his extra points. But then we're not punting well. Yeah. And, you, again, you said you can blame it on the, on the kids for that, the, the guys punting. Sure. I mean... Yeah, they had a couple of decent punts, a couple not-so-decent punts, whatever. The punt return that scores a touchdown that costs us the game, that is the issue. Yeah. And it can't just be, well, we fixed the field goal kicking this week, and then something else happens that costs us the game. That, to me, is just inexcusable. Yeah. Well, and Todd here says Martinez would be better if we had the time. It's not waste from collapsed O line, and, and yeah, he does. He, uh, I don't think the snap issues. I haven't really seen much this year. We had one early on, which Martinez started moving before the snaps. So I was a little high into the right, but I haven't really seen Jurgens being a problem this year. But overall, yes, he, Martinez is already a fantastic player with a collapsed O line. He got away from it. What was that? How far did he run yesterday when he almost got sacked twice? Another forty yards or yeah. something like. No other. It was incredible. There's no, no other quarterback. There, there in was like football. maybe three quarterbacks in college football that would have been able to do that. And in the hist- maybe in the history, they, yeah. Taylor Martinez and Eric Crouch <laughs> and Andrew Martinez. Those are the only three that w- that can do that. There's nobody else in college football. If you can name any other quarterbacks in it, college, Mike Vick, maybe, it, and and maybe Johnny Manziel, but they're not getting away from those sacks. It, it does make and he you just, think. He keeps going. Like, it's, uncra- it's crazy. 
is he does he look that good because he can do that? Or how good would he look if he had Alabama's offensive line? I man, that's you scary. know if he went to Alabama, like how good would he? Be scary to think. Like it's scary. Could he could he be like a Mac Jones in the NFL? Like someone that no one really even thought of. Could be and, absolutely ridiculous, is what he could be. I don't know. Um, and again, I don't want I don't want him to be that good because he has to scramble. I want him to be that good because he can make that decision when he has to. Well, and, right now he's not making the decisions. His decisions are dictated by. His crappy offensive line. And, you know, when he throws these short passes to tight ends or short passes to Manning and Betts and yep. those guys, I mean, that's that looks good. And then, you know, he throws a deep one to Torrey or something. He's had a that's couple, great. He had a couple overthrows then, yesterday. But you know, but. he runs to his left and kind of hesitates. And maybe he was getting more pressure because, yeah, like you said, maybe the offensive line it just is not that good and he's got to, yeah. you know, do what he can. But then he holds the ball and then he fumbles. Yeah. And they get a field goal, and that could be the difference in the game. Yeah. But, I mean, that's really hard yeah. to digest. And then, man. and then that again, that that mistake is going to go back on him. Everyone says, "Oh, it's Martinez's yep. fault." But again, if you and I was pissed yeah. about uh, him at the time, and that was a bad mistake. He had a couple it was of bad mistake. It was definitely a mistake. The interception, the guy jumped the route. I don't think it was a good play call. I don't think we needed to do that play at that point in time. But again, you hindsight's twenty twenty. You look at the entire game. We never should. We should have been winning by two scores the entire game. Easy. Well, and when we get to overtime, there's so much more pressure on it. And the fir- first down and second down play calls that we had yeah. seemed like we were in four down territory. So when it's third and three, yeah. and I, I mean, I'm watching the game with Kyle, and we're like, pass. Because yeah. they're thinking that it's going to be a designed Adrian fake run, and they're going to bottle him up. Pass. And then we pass, but yeah, pass right to their guy. Yeah, I mean, it just was not a recipe for success. Well, and Ryan, ask Ryan asked, you know, if you know about attracting a quality coach, kind of like a diamond in the rough. Like you can say Matt Campbell, sure. Um, they lost to Baylor yesterday, kind of tough. Um, I'm not sure how much Matt Campbell has left at Iowa State, but um, I'm not saying he's going to get fired soon. But I think they kind of could have been a. Uh, one hit wonder, if you will. Yeah, kind of like in Indiana. Tom yeah, Indiana's he, not going he, anywhere, he, but he, he might have been uh, but, uh, a fiery off the hop, it's, and he it's might harder. Be, he might be cooling down a little bit. It's harder to attract uh, those kind of coaches at this point, yeah, because we don't have we don't have that team that's winning, and and the fan base. We put a lot of pressure on the coaches and the players, and that pressure again. They may not may not hear all that outside noise, but our media sucks too. And there's an article I read today, and it said. Uh, it basically was saying the defense didn't get a turnover, which could have helped us win the game. It's like the defense gave up what? one, yeah, gave up one third down conversion, no fourth down conversions, and the article literally talked about the defense. Uh, the defense played well, person is. but they didn't get a turnover, which could have won the game. It's like is that is that a real media? Is that that guy's really in the media? He really writes for Husker Max. There's Evan Bland. And you want to? You're going to call out our defense? And typically, I like Evan, but that that was like a SIP article. And SIP had another article about firing Frost. It's like your your media. You are you are fi- flaming. You are just well, ugh, putting fire to the flame. You are really and, just enraging everybody because you suck. And say, I mean, say what you want, but man, that Illinois game to start the season was a hundred percent more pressurized than it should have been yeah probably because of local media yeah and national media a little bit but i get it these guys have a job and if they don't do it 
somebody else will. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. But come on, yeah. man. If you have not seen the progress that this defense has made, people were calling for Chenander's head halfway <laughs> after, through the season. After first season. Halfway through the first season. Yeah. Halfway through the second season. Defense is amazing. Our, our dude, the black shirts have shown up this year, that's for sure. Man. Joni mentioned, you know, if we talk about the same thing over and over again, why don't coaches see it? I think they do, and I think they're trying to make those changes, but uh, and I, I do think they care. I don't think there's a problem with them caring um, because they make a lot of money. I don't think that's it. I think. And they're not going to listen to fans just saying, <laughs> run this play instead of doing that, or they, do they this probably instead don't of that. Even, they don't care. They don't, they're probably not even on social media looking at what we're saying, but um, I. I think they're probably they're got to be in film room watching that. And I, again, Trev Alberts coming in, I think, is going to be someone who's actually going to watch the program more closely. Bill Moose was never there. Bill Moose didn't care. Bill Moose is a guy that took his money and all he cared about is that he basically wanted to take credit for I'm bringing in Frost, I'm bringing in uh, Will Bolt, I'm bringing in uh, what a uh, basketball coach Hoiberg. I'm going to bring these three coaches I in, am. and then I'm going to go. I- and I, then I'm gonna go spend time on my ranch in Montana. Like, I, I mean, I can't. He hit, gets credit I, for that, I, right? I, right. And but I, that's not you, him. You, that's can't hit, you can't hate him for it because he brought in some good coaches. I'm not gonna lie, but but a lot he of that's brought not him, him in and didn't do anything after that. So. A lot, a lot of that's not him though. A lot of that's our boosters. Like you know, boosters yeah. at a university like Nebraska control a lot of that too because that's where the money comes from. So, um, but again, yes. But I, I think the coaches care tremendously. I think they care more about these kids than probably anybody because they spend as much time, if not more, than anybody else in their lives right now and for those four years. So yeah. <laughs> they care. They put in the time. They do. And so they're just as frustrated as the fans are. And I, they're in the film room. They're trying to make these changes. But, at, again, at some point you got to say, okay, we're doing this in film room. We're doing this well, in practice. And then you don't go and execute it. And but the coaches always take the fall. And, it's so easy to blame the coach that makes five million a year. Well, and and, and let's take a step back for a minute. Um, I'm I'm not trying to single anyone out or, or hate on anyone, but we Lubick, we bring him in as uh, offensive coordinator, right? How good have we been on offense since we yeah. brought him in? Well, originally he was supposed to be a wide receivers coach, is what I thought. Then I was told he was the offense coordinator, but then after game one, we were told that Frost was calling plays. It's like, well. Who's so? Is he just the wide receivers coach? I don't even know. I have no idea. And you know, is he they're, listed they're, as an OC? Yeah, I think so. And they're showing up in the booth, and it, you know, how many times? What's up, Ross? Hey, Ross. How many times have we, on first down, handed the ball off up the middle for no gain, one yard or two yards? <clears throat> yeah. Ten thousand times this season. Yeah. How? Can you not do something different? Yeah. And that's what Kyle has said here. He said, run the ball up the middle. It does us zero good. It's a waste of a down. It's a waste of a down. And because we know our guys can't. We're not, we know we're not going to get the hole. And, <laughs> and, I love, I, and I love Ramir Johnson. And I'm not saying that he's not fast shifty. Uh, in fact, I'm saying he is fast shifty. And he can yeah. make a play, get yards, get a first down. First down. And it goes back to the offensive line too. But. If you know that that isn't going to work, do something different. Give us the option on first down over and over Do an option. I don't care if Martinez keeps it for two yards. That's better than just handing the ball off for nothing. You have an opportunity to pitch it and get seven yards or have Martinez keep it and get five plus. It's very – like – 
even people that know nothing about football that are at my house last night watching the game yeah. are like, so why do we hand the ball off every first down for nothing? Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, how, what, do you, what do you know about that? Why, why do we do that? Why do we do that? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> and Jason and Kyle both you know, talking a little bit about uh, Martinez here. Um, throwing the ball away instead of taking sacks has been mentioned a couple yeah. times today. And then, uh, and then missing some open receivers, like not, not, not throwing to the open receivers. So a couple different things there. So when it comes to throwing the ball away, I, I agree. 100% I, agree. I think, I think there's times when he doesn't because of where he's at on the field and either he thinks he's not going to get it back to the line of scrimmage or there's no receiver in the area. So that decision-making, that's something you can coach in film. That is something you can coach that, that the quarterback coach should be in his ear saying, this is what you should have done on this play. This is what happens here. This is why this didn't work. Or this is this. And I don't think he's getting that coach. I don't think he has that. Again, why is Scott Frost not like a mentor to him? Again, Scott Frost didn't have to throw the ball away ever because he was never throwing the ball. He was always running it. But um, – that's tough. And then missing those open receivers when they're wide open and not throwing it to them. We did, we did see that a couple times. I'm not a quarterback. never played quarterback in my life except for backyard football. I was really good. But when you're talking about an offensive line, you're talking about the defenses, it could be not the guy's wide open now. But if I throw it now, maybe there's another guy there. I don't I don't know what's going through his mind there, so I don't have a good answer for that. But I agree. We got some guys open and we don't, hit, we don't throw been, it to them. I've been it's frustrating. Firm, I've been a firm believer of – why doesn't Adrian throw the ball away? He needs to be coached to throw the ball away. He will run out of bounds and take a two-yard loss instead of throwing the ball away. Yeah. And you can yeah. throw the ball away and not be penalized for it. Yeah. And he'll take a two-yard loss to, to do it. And, yeah, there's been times where he take a lot of times where he'll take a sack instead of throwing the ball away. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. So I completely agree with you yeah. on that. I don't know. Like you said, that's definitely coaching. Yeah. Um, we gotta we gotta fix that. Yeah. Um, that's really discouraging. Yeah. And, what else we got? Todd, here? Todd mentions too about the defensive captains, and then I think the defensive group, their bond is something that maybe has never been as strong in Nebraska as it is now, as an entire defensive unit. I and think that's probably because you got six year seniors. But that's also Chins. I think he is. Yeah. He's a player's coach, and I think he has grown into this Big Ten defensive role, and he's made more change than any coach in that in the Nebraska system right now. And it's been fun to watch the changes. But and it was it was a struggle. It was hard to get through. But it, took a couple it paid dividends, man. Yeah. It's paying off now, and we don't see that on the other if, side. If we could get our offensive unit to bond like that and our offensive captains, again, I, I don't question Adrian Martinez and his – Ability to He's been lead. so much better this year than he has I, been in the past. I guarantee he is in the ear hole of the offensive lineman. I guarantee you he's the guy in the in the film room getting upset. I guarantee that. There's no way you he's saw not. him on the sidelines during the game. He was yelling at somebody or getting yeah. in somebody's face we, about something. We don't have that. They got a field goal instead of a touchdown, and they should have gotten a yeah. touchdown, we, man. We don't have that same bond in the offensive unit, and that's, that's missing, and that's something that – that's where and maybe you talk you point to culture there maybe that's part of that that growing culture defensive culture is a lot different than the offensive culture right now because the defense is having the so much success the defensive culture is nebraska football yeah and they're having so much success so that's can we have garrett nelson for like 15 years oh my god please that guy balls out he's he's still one of, he was our favorite when he came in he's still one of he, our favorites he, he, he struggled for a little bit when he was in his head yeah. and he was yeah but, hesitant, but now he's incredible he, 
He's all over the place. We, we, have, we have true black shirts on that defense that have that mentality, and we don't have it on offense. We don't have that offensive mentality. And I, I don't know. Hopefully we get it. We need it. Uh, Ryan mentions the option's great, but Adrian has some questionable long pitches. There's a couple times where he, qu- he pitched the ball yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? So, But they I, ended up working out for us. But, wow, like that's – the timing is a little off. I, I do agree with that, Ryan. There's times when the, I agree the timing I, is off. <laughs> I hate I hate the short side option, which we didn't do a ton of, but no. I hate that. Um, when he pitched it to Manning, I think Manning was hurt. I think mm. Manning is hurt. Yeah. And thank God we got the ball back on that one, even though you know, we can talk about the way that game ended anyway. Yeah. Um, when they reviewed the pitch, whether it was forward or not, we were talking about it. We're like, how many of those uh, pitches that Frazier, Tom Frazier had back in the day yeah. would have been re- reviewed? Yeah, true. Back? true. Oh, my, yeah. oh <laughs> my gosh, yeah. Good thing they didn't have review back then. Unbelievable. But it's kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> Man, he has made a glass. Man, I think. I, I love the kid. It sucks because I, I think he wants to do so much. And, and he, he has can't. so much talent. It, he's got. That's funny, Blake. <laughs> He's got some mental issues. Some, you know, there's some stuff going on in his head. Yep. Whatever it is, when he's out there and balling out, he can ball out. Yeah. Um, so Ross mentions here that um, after watching the game, he thinks we go seven to five this year. Insider said that locker room captains lost their shit in East Lansing. He's confident and saying, insane, you know, to watch out. You know, and and I thought that Oklahoma game was such a big stepping stone for our team, even though we lost, that there was so much momentum coming into this week and to keep playing another team in, inside the top 20. I mean, that was a huge that was a huge deal for us, and I thought that game last week gave us that momentum, and you saw some of that. You definitely saw it from the defense. Our defense was even better against Michigan State than they were against Oklahoma, and that was hard to do because they played really well against Oklahoma. And so, again, those third down conversions, one for ten. 0 for 1 on 4th down. I mean, when was the last time our defense was 1 for 10 in 3rd down conversions? 9 for 10, essentially. Oh, nine for, yeah, getting 9 for 10, only allowing 1 3rd down. Like, I, I have no idea. I bet it, you have to go years back. Years, years. And years back. So that, I mean, again, against one of what they're and saying, the best offenses with the best not, running back not in the country. that, but our 3rd our down efficiency percentage-wise on offense was, was better, better than it, was it better. really is. So That's because we didn't have 3rd and 7. We had 3rd and 3, 3rd and 4. Again, those I mean, three, four yards, those make a difference. If you're a big Husker fan, don't look at the stats because you're going to be like me. Oh, you're it's just sad. going to be so pissed. It's sad. If, if you were just look at stats and not when, score, besides the turnover margin, it's two to one. But if you're just looking at the stats, you're like, wow, Nebraska probably destroyed them. They, if, they, they allowed 249 yards of offense. If you're watching the show, you're going <laughs> to like, I don't know how we've gone 45 minutes because yeah. last night I did not want to say a fucking word about the game. Yeah, I did not want to talk about the game. And I don't know how I've talked about the game for four or five minutes. <laughs> uh, Mark says wide receiver room lacks leadership too. Uh, Levi Falk was great yesterday. Falk was awesome. And, and we talked about it last week how people are like, Levi doesn't need to be on the field. <laughs> I was so. <laughs> so when he made a couple catches, I'm like, hey, it's Levi like, Falk. He's like, people on Twitter really just don't they want just me don't to want be good. Me, they don't want me to be on the field. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want me to be good. But Levi played well. And I think, you know, I, again, I don't know about that leadership in the wide receiver room, but something's not there. Um, I, mean, I think I don't know. I, I, Indian bets are. The, Ture, the, the, I mean, it, well, Tour is great, and obviously everyone knows that he's been pretty good. So 
he's getting a lot of attention as far <laughs> as defenses. So yeah. we can't throw the ball to him every time. No. Betts and Manning are good. Betts played well um, again yesterday. Had that, a couple really good catches. That catch Vokaluk had was yeah. a top 10 in my yeah. mind. That was a great catch. So like you said, as a unit, yeah, we got some guys with talent. We got guys that can go out and perform. The raw talent's there, but where's the leadership? And that's, again, I think it's not just the wide receivers, Ryan. I think it's the entire unit as a whole the offensive unit well, it starts it starts with your it starts with the quarterback being that captain i think we have that our offensive line again i don't know where the leadership was on the line is jurgens a good leader i have no idea because well, if, if i was if i was him to start being if, if it's if it's if he's and, not maybe, making, and maybe he is and they just can't figure it out i don't yeah, know i don't know what it is but again get other guys in that are gonna listen because we're not that's not working for us right now well and, but that overall unit needs to be unified, not just the wide receivers, not just the tight ends. Because, again, that raw talent's there. But what are we doing to unify the entire unit as a whole? And I, I don't know. I don't got the answer. I'm not, I'm not in the locker room. Well, I, hope that, I hope that rumor, that information from Ross is true about the, the defense getting up in the business in these Lansing and, and causing a ruckus. I, I really mean, hope it's if, true. I'm, if I'm JoJo Doman, if I'm – um, Damian Daniels, Ty Robinson, uh, Luke Reimer, even who is a walk-on turn scholarship. If I'm those guys, I'm getting in the face of some of those other players. And we've talked about it. I've talked about it with other people. We have so much talent, especially you know, defensive side of the ball aside. Yeah. On the offense, why can't we make it click? Yeah. It's like okay, this guy will be good on this day, but then. He's nowhere yeah. the next game. Can we get clicking? It all. Like on all cylinders it all for one down. game or for multiple games? Adrian has been clicking more than he has been in, in recent past. Yes, he had two turnovers yesterday. Whatever. He's been better than he normally is. The running game, you know, the offensive yeah. line side, skill position players are better than we've had in years. Yep. And we cannot get it together. I just don't know. Yeah. I and, just don't know why we can't. Yeah, and Adrian, Adrian's that glue on the team, but the glue's not sticking because he's got to carry the team. Not only is he the glue, but he's also the one carrying everybody on that team, and it's he's trying to carry. He can run for two touchdowns, and he can try to run for yeah. a third and three first down, but he can't do everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, Rock said he's telling his buddies wait for something stupid to happen on special teams, and then it happens, and um, you I, know it's. Don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but and we've talked we've talked about it we before, Jimmy. It. It's fundamentals. It is very simple details and fundamentals to the game that you learn when you're a teenager. Like you learn when you're in sixth, seventh grade. If you're playing football at that point, tackle football, you learn these things at that age on what's good, what's bad, and what is the proper way to do it. And then in college, for some reason, you're not seeing that proper way to come into life. So I'm not a college football genius by any means. I watch a lot of college football. I love college football, and it's because of Nebraska, and I grew up yeah. on Nebraska football. And I watch a lot, of, a lot of college football, and I'll see teams, and I'll even see you know, top, top five, top ten teams. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. But the one thing I will say about the game, and this is the one thing I think that cost us the game yesterday, there's four minutes left in the game, and you're up by a touchdown with a, against a team that cannot move the ball. Punt the ball out of bounds. Yeah. I don't care where it is. Punt the ball out of bounds. Yeah. How can we not? How how can you not really figure that out or understand that? Yeah. Why don't you tell this kid? I don't care if you kick the ball thirty yards. Yeah. Kick it out of bounds. Yeah. Kick it out of bounds. 
Don't give them an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Make them earn it. And when he's tried kicking it out of bounds, he kicks it 20 yards. <laughs> or, or seven. <laughs> or seven. Um, I just don't understand. Yeah. No. I just, I, for the life of me, I cannot understand it. Yeah, and Ross says here, you know, inside run isn't working. Stop trying. Well, yeah, we talked about that, Ross, too, is stretching the field. Again, we when we stretch the field and we go outside tackles, we run the ball much better because the speed's there. And I, I think our, our guards pull well. They don't block straight up very well, but they pull. When, I, when we get our guys pulling, we get Jurgens pulling, we get our guards pulling, we get our tackles pulling, we get a wide receiver to come and crash an end and, and shut off the corner. I mean, those are the plays that are working. And that's, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe that. the guards aren't big enough to block up front. Maybe they're better at maybe pulling. Better yeah. at pulling. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, that's just something I picked up too. Um, Adrian's playing better. He still takes too long to decide. So, I, I mean, I do agree. He does. There's a few plays where he could have tucked it and ran for 10 yards and he throws to an open wide receiver and overthrows him. I, I get it. Yeah. Want the ball out yeah. of bounds. Yeah. That's all I can say after <laughs> that game yesterday. Um, yeah, and again, I uh, Northwestern. Northwestern is probably, one of the, is probably the worst team next to Illinois in the Big Ten. But guess what? But every we, time we play we Northwestern win. is tough. And I said this before the game yesterday. It doesn't matter. Michigan State can be in the top five like they were when we beat them and they made it to the playoff. Every time we play Michigan State, it's a close game. Yeah. Every time we play Northwestern, it's a close game. I sincerely hope that it's not a close game because this is probably the worst Northwestern team since we've been in the Big Ten. And they've had some bad teams. This is probably, if you've watched them at all, this is probably their worst team. Purdue is not very good this year. I still feel comfortable. Maybe Illinois thirteen and nine. Yeah, I still feel comfortable beating uh, beating Purdue again. Like Ross said, he still feels seven and five. It's still very doable that we get to six wins. Minnesota, Minnesota lost, lost to Bowling, to Bowling Green. Green. Bowling Green. The At big, home, yeah. I, I, Ohio State has not shown up well defensively. They they won pretty easily yesterday, but they have not shown up defensively. Michigan, I think, is probably going to be our toughest game left on the schedule. And they won 20-13 to 13 at home yeah. against Rutgers. Iowa, I don't know what was the final score in the Iowa game. They struggled for a long time in that game. 24-14, they won by 10. Okay. So, again, I was number five in the country, and they struggled yesterday. So, again. It's always a tough game, too. I, I, mean, I think I think every game down the stretch what? is going to be just as close as it should be. You know, and I think we just got to get over that hump and win. I love you, Pops. My dad always has said, don't you want to watch a game that's close and fun to watch the whole game? <laughs> and I've always been like, no, I want us to win 61-7, yeah. to seven, you know. Ross, I hope you're right that we beat him by at least 21. Blake mentions, Blake, you've been good. Sorry we made, we got you in your feelings again today about the game and pissed you off. but uh, No, I didn't even want to talk about, about the game. Here. I'm in my own feelings. I'm but, pissed. But he says, guess what? We always play to our competition level. And and you can You're say that as well. Right. I think a lot of teams do. I think that's pretty normal. Um, in college sports. Not all teams, but there are a lot of teams that do. Uh, again, when you got Iowa winning by 10 yesterday, you got Bowling Green beating Minnesota, something's not there. Um, the Ohio State linebacker quitting, I did hear about that. You oh, hear about that? Yeah, I want, did want to talk about that. So he basically just walked off the uh, middle of the he, game. He tried to sub back in, and they – Someone shoot him off, that, someone, another someone linebacker. Him, yeah, yeah, they shoot him off, and um, he bounced. Yeah. Interesting. I guess that's the culture of the yeah. kids these days. And, and that defensive unit for Ohio State is struggling. They're, they're not as good, um, so we'll see. What I will say – just off my own term that I just used, the culture of the kids these days, Smothers. You said we'd talk yes, about him. Yes. I do want to talk about him for a minute. 
when he came in the game, he did look pretty freaking good. Um, and that gives me hope that we do have quarterbacks that can or will be yeah. decent. You know, um, in the past, <clears throat> backup quarterbacks that have come in for us have been absolute trash. Yeah. And, I mean, I hate to say that about some of these kids, but um, they haven't been good. Yeah. And someone that can come in, and there's even people that are like, keep Smothers in, keep Smothers in. And it was early. Martinez only had one drive, really. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to say at that point. Um, I'm not saying if Smothers would have played the game he would that we would have won. Yeah. I'm going to say that that would not have happened. I'm, With the... Things that Adrian Martinez did in that game, that wouldn't have been the case. But I'm positive moving forward with, you know, a, a quarterback that that can spin it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of upside to Smothers. Um, he's fun to he's fun to watch run. Um, I see him being. We might even see more option running uh, in the future with him. And, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, he's got speed. He's got decisiveness. He got there was one run where he got out behind a block. I think Ramir Johnson got in front of him, and he ended up hitting a hole and, and got a pretty good run. And uh, I think he's he's and a he good can, player. I think he can throw the ball a little better than some of our past uh, backups. Yeah, you know, yep. he can run and throw a little better than, and you know, even I know no veteran was the quarterback. Starting quarterback for Rutgers, yeah. but when he came in, it, it was still just a little spotty. Yeah, I, I think Smothers looks a little better than that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm a little hopeful with that. Am I saying that we shouldn't go after a transfer portal quarterback? I think we probably I, could I think, or should. I think if Adrian stays another year, and Adrian I say no. could still stay another year. If he so. if he stays, I say no. Um, I say no because I think Smothers is ready. I think Harbor is going to be ready. Uh, yeah, Heinrich Harburg is who you're talking about, Ryan. And he wasn't available. He didn't even make the trip. Yeah. He's a little dinged up or something. Which, which is interesting. Because if they were at Mascaran. My dad my dad really wants to see Masker play. But he used to be on the sidelines for yeah. every game, and he's got a relationship yeah. with him. So he's like, I really want to see that kid play. Jay, Jay, my, Jay Miller says, uh, welcome to the show, Jay. Not sure if you've been watching the whole time. Martinez needs glasses. You over those receivers. Um yeah, we talked a lot about that today too. Um, again, it's you can take that for what it's worth. It's, he still had a pretty. It wasn't his best game throwing the ball, but he still played pretty good. Um, he was a lot better than a Michigan State quarterback, like, and Graham Mertz. Let's not even get into that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin just holy cow. Um, Notre Dame ended up with four picks, two of them in the last couple minutes of the game. We're both pick sixes off of Graham Mertz again. Which, again, Wisconsin, another game that we have on our schedule. That we should win. That we, we should and can win. And Graham Mertz might not even be the quarterback by then. He shouldn't be because he's um, freaking terrible. Yeah, so. Um, that was a great football game up until the last, like, 12 minutes. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yes and no. I mean, it both offenses were kind of being I mean stingy. A, I mean a great football game because it was close, man. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, okay, I get in the details. But, um, uh, no, I think the Big Ten's wide open right now. It really is. I mean, right now – Penn I, State's got the leash. I, I was got the leash too. I mean, those two teams could be seeing each other in the Big Ten Championship. Michigan, this could by, finally be the year that they beat Ohio State in a long time. Could we could also beat Michigan and or Ohio State. Anything can happen in the Big Ten this year. I think there's a lot – there is a lot of parity in college football. Clemson's got – Two losses, um, uh, you know. Bam, Bama oh, squeaked by Florida last week. There yeah. is much more parity 
than normal. Yep. And thank God Clemson has Clemson made the playoff every year? Uh yes, I think so. So they're not going to this year. See ya. Um, so I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens the rest of the year. I think the Big Ten's wide open. There's a lot of opportunity for Nebraska amongst other teams. There's still <laughs> there's still opportunity for a lot of other teams, and we'll see what happens. I'm, Ross is confident. Um, again, I, I like a lot of the improvements I'm seeing, but we got to see it come full circle. All right, guys, that's all we got today. I think we had a little blip there in the recording, but um, yeah, we're, sorry we're, about at that. End, we're at the end of the show. Appreciate you joining us today. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are Two Average Guys. You all enjoy the rest of your see Saturday. See you next week. And uh, we'll see you next week, probably, probably 1 o'clock. We'll see how we do. So thank you for joining.